Welcome back, Fresh Star Crew, to the mighty world of Marvel Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And I'm Brandon Murray. And this is the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode number six. Episode number six of this podcast. Anniversary. Yes, and I told Brandon Brandon that uh, this would be the episode that we actually, I'll consider the podcast fully starting, because we're actually going to talk about more than one book. We actually have a bunch of books tonight, uh, but I'll tell you that if you want to find us all around the intranets, we are at a couple places. We're at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.podbean.com, and on Twitter at WSMarvelComics. It's about all we got right now. Uh, we also have a website that we have for our other stuff. That's weirdsciencedccomics.com, where on every Monday when this goes up, we have Marvel Mondays, and we have a bunch of Marvel reviews. Hopefully, most of the books that we talk about will have reviews on the the website as well. Doesn't mean that either me nor Eric nor uh, Brandon have done them, so our scores yeah. may differ from what you would get on the site. But isn't that what it's all about, finding out about what everybody thinks and does second and opinion. whatnot. Yeah, second opinion. And, and, you know, it, comics to me is a place where you can go and, you know, gather with like-minded people and have fun talking to them and maybe even go to a, a Twitter page where you your favorite creators are. <laughs> and that's going to lead us into our first book, which is Immortal Hulk number one. And before we start, there was a bit of a controversy going on that the writer, Al Ewing, who was writing Immortal Hulk, had decided to uh, block people, blindly block people on Twitter uh, for no reason at that we can yeah. see except possibly that they followed Ethan Van Sciver. Yeah, and that's what we all think it is. That's that's, <laughs> that's the only way we can think, that he got some sort of block bot and did this. Now, in the meantime, the guy is on his own page, on his Twitter page, pretty much laughing it up, so, you know, that yeah. he's doing it. He's very Dr. proud of Dr. Blocktopus, he calls himself. Yeah, Dr. Blocktopus then said, I'm playing my favorite game, and it's like a block thing. And really, yeah. it, it upset me because we're doing this Marvel podcast. Yes. So we, we're doing things, and Eric Shea himself said. America's he, sweetheart. Yeah, America's sweetheart. Just yeah. going around trying to follow a few Marvel creators now that we're doing this podcast. And lo and behold, when everybody's talking about Al Ewing blocked him, I'm like, well, I just heard about this guy last week. Let me go check. Oh, my God, I'm blocked. What the <laughs> yeah, heck happened? He was, he was blocked. And the thing is, where people are you know, arguing back and forth about this, number one, Al Ewing has every right to block people. Like I said, my whole deal is I have a right to be a jerk. I have a right to go outside and see some people and decide I don't want to deal with them either. That's me being a jerk. I don't exercise that right uh, uh, most times because I like to think that I'm a decent person. I don't want to be a guy. I like to avoid being punched as well, you know. Yeah, 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 I just don't want to be a jerk. I I mean, this is the thing is basically what he's saying is you don't – you follow somebody I don't like, so I'll block you immediately without ever being harassed or talked to. Most of these people have never even heard of him, went over after this book came out to either tell him, hey, I like what you did with that. I like the Hulk or just to see what's going on with him. Uh, Eric just you know, follows some people just so when they tweet out, hey, I'm – doing this book i've been doing that he's not going to harass him eric would never even tweet this guy and and so all these people end up uh, that they're blocked and uh, you're blocked as well brendan now i am because i caused a stink because i think it's just ridiculous i think that he's a coward i've actually bought like all his series you know he's done at marvel i've always been a fan of his and and uh i was following him at one point and wasn't blocked and then at some point yeah i I guess i ended up on the naughty list yeah, I think he's a lazy coward. 
That's what I think. If you're going to do this without ever meeting somebody or even talking to them, wait until somebody harasses you because the problem is if it is, if it comes down to people following Ethan Van Skyver, which again, this is what the rumor is. But really, I asked him because I wasn't blocked. I asked him why he did it. He didn't respond except to block me. Not even yeah. a response saying, oh, you know what? This is what I want to do or whatever. No, he's a coward. So he blocks everybody. But if it's Ethan Van Skyver, here's the deal. You don't like Ethan Van Skyver. Unfortunately, Ethan Van Skyver is not a, uh, a politician whose main thing is his views or whatever. He's an artist. He is an artist that a lot of people like and follow because Man, of the like art and nothing yeah. else. They follow because <laughs> they want to see the pretty pictures that he puts on Twitter and, and that, and that's it. It ends there. Yeah. So he didn't even wait. It's like the wait. Kanye West example. You can like his music and think he's a giant moron Yeah, at the and, same and with time, that, no? even that, it, it just so – yeah. And so I see people saying like, oh, you got to separate the, the person from the – because people are saying, I'm not buying this book. If he's going to block me without ever even knowing me, and I'd never heard of this guy before, and then I go over, and then, the, oh, you got to separate the product from the person. Well, you know what? He didn't. He didn't separate <laughs> yeah, the right. followers of yeah, an Ethan Van Skyver artist from an Ethan Van Skyver. So really, we're, we're trying not to curse on this podcast. I really would like to. <laughs> but what I say is if you are on the fence after we hear this book, and this is something that bothers you. Some people don't care. They'll go yeah. and think it's funny. Oh, he blocked me. But if you care about that sort of thing and you hear and we're going to talk about this book, and I'm pretty sure that the three of us like it. Uh, uh-huh. But because I will separate the jerk off who wrote it from the book that I'm going to read. But <laughs> if you go over there and go to his thing and this is something that matters to you, go and see if you're blocked. And if you aren't, then don't buy it. And we'll yeah. talk about it. Just listen to us. We'll talk about it. And then if he's at a convention near you where you live or whatever, you go there, wait in line and wait until you go and go, hey, by the way, you blocked me. Go F yourself and then walk away and, and yeah. laugh at I him. I think because this it, is only I, – I, I, you know, I sometimes I talk out my butt, but this is only a 12-issue thing anyway i think yeah, so there but, you so know. It, yeah if, if you uh, are that upset which i am uh, d- don't ever buy anything he ever does again and show him if he thinks that it's so funny to, to block people that have never even had the chance to interact with him uh you know and that's the thing you, you usually should wait until somebody becomes a jerk before yeah. you think they're a jerk well now i can say he's a jerk uh, and again i'll well, say it's it. a shame too because i'm recommending his you are deadpool book like i told you yeah. to go buy that and, yep, you and, did you know now nobody wants it <laughs> nobody I, wants to hear me say that I you immediately know? read this immortal hulk and really liked it and this is pretty much the first hulk that I'm going to be following from a number one going on, awesome. and I really like it. But I have to put this little caveat on there: of the guy's a jerk. He's a jerk. Yeah. You can't cut it any other way. If you're going to do something like this, you're just a jerk. And like I said, a lazy jerk and a coward who could not even say, "Well, I did it because of this or that or the other thing." No, just blocking people randomly. And again, I didn't harass him. I, I asked why he did what even, he did. Even the conversation we had with the people online this week was a totally like nobody on either no, side of the nobody fence was, was ever a jerk said on either sort. side. You know, no, nobody ever said anything bad or, or insulting. Just said if he cares that little about his fan base that he will block somebody without any sort of you know knowledge whatsoever. You know, he's ignorant with it, and so basically. 
I'm not going to buy his book. And that, that's everybody's right. And I hope that people, if you are upset and you're blocked, that you use that right and show people because this is the opposite side of, of harassment. This is not harassment, but this is just – I don't even know how to say it without saying it's pretty much prejudice. You are judging a group of people only because of somebody they follow on Twitter, whether or not you, – you have no idea why they follow them. And, yeah. and and really, yeah, if it's I don't not that him for his his whatever side of the you know yeah no uh, you don't government care fence he 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 decides or to side his with, YouTube you know, that, videos that he attacks you know Star Wars stuff you don't care you yeah. hate Star Wars no you I don't, don't like even Star Wars anyway <laughs> no you you follow him because of his art that's yep. it. See, yeah, I that's him it. because I met him at a convention and he signed uh, my Green Lanterns number 20 yeah. for me and I felt bad because I ended up sweating all over him when I wanted to take yeah. a picture with him, which that's he allowed me to do. That's what happened. It was yeah, a I hot mean, day. N- not many people would let Eric sweat on them like that, <laughs> and uh, he did. So right there, that he won a place. That's why he got kicked out of the ice cream van when he was <laughs> yeah, that's, and, yeah, that's why, because look at him. He's a sweaty bastard over Aww. there. But yeah, and enough of that. And you know, I just wanted to talk about it because there's a lot of guys that uh, Tony Walton was very upset about this because he wanted to go over and just kind of say, yeah. hey, I Pat really liked your book. It's it just imagine you're just going to give somebody a compliment and then find out that they have just not even allowed – you're not even good enough to be able to, you know, talk to them. And it's just nonsense. And then I go over because, you know, really, you want to – he can block you all you want. All you have to do is start another thing to see what's going on with him on his Twitter page. You know what's going on? Nothing. <laughs> Nobody cares. No so likes. really, you, no you are ending up telling people you're not allowed to go to his party. Nobody's going to your party. Nobody cares about your party. So, you know, block everybody in the world, please. Uh, I'm going to block that out right now. I'm blocking it out of my head before I get mad. Uh, really, we're pushing the limits of the no cursing. See, there you go. I can prove well, that I'm not Unlike a Tom curse. King rant, the story's not going to get you mad on the inside as well. No, so. no. I actually like this book. In the meantime, unfortunately, what happens is because I, I really don't like this guy at all because of this, I, I try to separate it. But I'll tell you, I'm going through these, you know, whatever colored glasses are to actually not want to like it. So you better be on your, your game because I'm going to read it and I want to hate you. I want to hate your guts because of what you did for everybody. So you're going to have to prove me wrong. Mortal Hulk number one, written by Al Ewing, art by Joe Bennett, Roy Jose, Paul Mountain <laughs> VCs Corey Pettit. Horror has a name. You'd never notice the man. He doesn't like to be noticed. He's quiet, calm, never complains. If someone were to walk up and shoot him in the head, all he'd do is die. Till night falls and someone else gets up again. The man's name is Banner. The horror is the immortal Hulk. And this is kind of, I, I know it's been pushed as a horror comic. It, it is, it, but it's He's more. He's a werewolf. Yeah, it, it, it is. He's like a, yeah. a werewolf because at the night he comes man. out. Yeah, an immortal a werewolf. But yeah, the Hulk is back and he's this, you know, horror that comes out at night. The freaks come out at night, as they say. Wait, uh, I'm saying, that's the weirdest part to me because, you know, it is soliciting this whole idea. You know, like we do see the Hulk resurrect after nightfall and, you know, there's a full moon out. They're going for the whole gamut of the horror thing. But when we're at the gas station and all the tragedy starts going down where this guy comes in, he he's shoots gonna a turn little girl. Him. He's about to turn into the yeah. Hulk, so I don't know what we're playing with right away because you know, I think he this can is always the first be time the we've Hulk. Seen the Hulk. Yeah. I guess, I, I but is it like, yeah. you know, Bruce Banner dies, he has to wait for Nightfall, and then the Hulk comes back, he's revived yeah. again, because since can he's he not died, control it at all at night, you think? Or I actually, I, 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 I don't know. I actually think that if Bruce dies, then that night the Hulk comes back, and then the whole thing resets. I think that that's where they're going, but 
like Eric's saying, the way they're setting it up, it, it, it is hard to tell because he yeah. is going to turn into the Hulk at one point. He gets you mad see because his eyes this guy's green right before yeah. he's shot in the head. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. even sure that was Banner till his eyes went green. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I, I figured and that's it was. What he's going just, for just, incognito. <laughs> yes, uh, because yeah, this guy uh, goes to a gas station. He's going to take it over. This girl, this uh, little girl, goes in, and her mom does the worst because if her mom would have yeah, let her get soda, goes it on probably, a road trip, <laughs> and, and <laughs> the soda would have been in plastic. Uh, it wouldn't have <laughs> crashed like that. I, I'm pretty sure. That's why I, I think she says that. I just want to know where she's that. getting her nutrition facts. So fruit juice is the worst. It's all full yeah. of sugar. It's better than soda, I guess. But yeah, yeah that, that's the problem. She nah, drops nah, nah. it because the guy is there, and he's. And in the meantime, you do see like, uh, uh you know, the National Enquirer almost like deal with uh, the Hulk back, the, the National the Investigator. Back. Yeah, so you have that. <laughs> this guy's gonna, you know, hold up this place. And no bat boy on it, it you know stuff goes wrong because they end up this girl drops her glass thing that chatters the guy freaks out shoots the girl and then banner gets mad he starts hulking out and he gets shot in the face and you know in the forehead and then the guy ends up shooting the teller there too so Josh everybody's Alfaro. dead yeah everybody's this guy, dead for somebody that didn't seem like he wanted to commit any murder is a dead eye with yeah, a shot yeah, you know is. what I'm saying he is. <laughs> well it, it's a weird deal because as it goes on later when the whole is kind of yelling at him it's a weird deal where the hook's like yeah you practice with all those paper deal i'm like where, where do you get this where, where are you getting this there hulk you don't know this guy <laughs> i'm telling you the smart hulk i'm like i just don't know what we're playing with since the hulk has been revived because he's been revived a couple of times you know going back to being dead through uh, like you know since he actually died the first time now he's back after that whole, you know, the Challenger resurrected him and shot him back to Earth. No. But I just don't know what we're playing with. We have the smart Hulk who almost at times seems to be telepathic with the stuff he knows. Yeah, about I don't even think he's that smart here. I just – it's the big idea of – the immortal Hulk who didn't want to come back, and he, he's ticked off. I, I, and again, now he's jumping to conclusions. Well, and this yeah. is the first issue, and it is weird. As we talk about it, I mean, it is one of the things that kind of – it's not a perfect issue. Uh, I like it. I like the tone. Obviously, this is going to – you get the Hulk. you got to do something different. It's different. But, yeah, I don't know what they're playing with because of this first issue and everything we heard going up to it about, like, the nighttime and things because then yeah. you start to worry – or wonder if it's almost as if like where we're at dc with damage and things like right. that we don't know the rules yet uh but with that yeah he jumps to a lot of con conclusions even knows some things because what does he hear or not because he does not know who this girl is he no. gets up uh because they end up you have uh the detective show up who looks a lot like amanda waller she I shows up Stephen a smith yeah, yeah, even that, and it, it's it's her, and that is uh, Detective Gloria Mays, and she's there with the reporter Jackie McGee, and they're kind of talking about things, and you get this idea, you know, hey, you know, this is how, you know, stuff went down, uh, a little girl died, we have all these things with that, but they- have this it, weird relationship where she gives the reporter all the information, but she show on record about yeah, it. Yeah, we, I'm not going to go not, on record. Not. But basically says, you know, there was a 12-year-old girl, you know, Sandra Ann Brockhurst, but... 
after that, when the Hulk does go uh, and confront this guy, he gives uh, Tommy Hill goes to Tommy and says like, uh, you know, there's 12 year old girl. And I don't know where he's getting that unless he has heard, you know, a news reporter or things like that. But that he knows he, a lot. Some, I don't know if like if they have the toe tag or whatever. Yeah, and the more when say, he comes did he to, read it? He yeah, seems to know. just get out and go, though. And yeah, says, here's the other he thing, though. He comes out Hulk. And <laughs> he comes out Hulk. And the other thing, though, they specifically say that nothing was moved with those other bodies. She right. says it. They were not disturbed. So I don't think that he checked that out either. It's just a very big jump to conclusion that maybe you can think that he heard a news report or something. I don't know. While he was going for vengeance here, he stopped to watch the news, possibly. But yeah, this <laughs> Tommy, we find out quickly that he is doing this because these uh, the, this gang, the Dogs of Hell or, or Heck, since we're not the cursing here, hell. the Dogs of Heck, <laughs> uh, they have actually given him money. He's kind of down and out. He has a family. He can't get a job. He's, you know, a low life. But he yeah. has borrowed money and pretty much now he he is you know the devil's hand is being played right here the monkey paw of a lone shark with they the don't dogs play, of hell. Uh, they don't play those montel uni- uh montel uh what's he called uh, those Montel commercials where no, you know, yeah, yeah, no, the, you're not doing that. This is basically he is their slave now, and he's going to have to do whatever he wants. And he goes in and he's trying to explain to him. And it's funny too because he's like, "Listen, I didn't mean to kill him. Whatever." I'm like, "Look at these guys around here. I, I don't yeah. think they care. I really don't. Yeah. But they seem to like. I, I think that basically, I thought that it should have been played more of. Why are you here? Get out of here because you, you don't want anybody to follow this guy or find out that they're connected. And now with yeah. him there, they're connected. And he's especially a fresh because criminal, he didn't cover his tracks. Really no, well, and so and he's even, there. It's a weird thing too with the art. I think there was a miscommunication because you know, Tommy he has a revolver, and they talk about collecting the shell cases. Like that wouldn't happen for like how yeah. this went down. The shells yeah. would still be in the gun. So it's a weird thing when we had the whole investigation. Yeah, I don't think it was true. actually played from writing to the art very well and having that revolver. But like you know, Tommy. This whole thing at the end when we have the dogs of hell and Tommy, who is a, you know, a guy who did terrible things, even though he's like a sad sack down on his luck, yeah, he's, he's doing it for his sack. family. At the end, it's the whole idea, even when we have that, you know, uh, Carl Jung, like, you know, quote in the beginning quote of the whole the thing, talking yes. about like monsters and whatnot. Yep. It just seems like we're going to have a book that's all about a monster that goes after other monsters. And yeah. it's, it's a weird concept. No, I like, think you know, so. This whole yeah. first issue, I really wanted to get into this whole idea because I l- love the Hulk growing up. It's been a long time since I read a Hulk comic, and I didn't recognize this Hulk really by the time yeah. I got done and the concepts they were throwing at me with what we might be doing going forward. And just, you know, the Hulk just sitting there talking to Tommy about the gun per- uh, didn't feel heavy in your hand when you were yeah, shooting Yeah, it, it was over. But the, it, it was felt too much. Heavy. When you were in the store there and you shot down Sandra, like Brockhurst and Josh Alfar, I bet it felt real heavy then. I'm like, it's, it's, it's a weird thing that you're playing with with this yeah. Hulk out going. Yeah, it is. I agree. Uh, and when he goes, like you said, he goes back. Hulk rises from the dead, obviously. It's a mortal Hulk. And as this is going on, Tommy is pleading to these guys, the, uh, you know, the dogs of hell saying, listen, I didn't mean it. They don't care. They just want the oh. money. The one guy says, listen, Get back out there give, me your, my money. give me your $200. Yeah, that's part of yeah. your deal. And as you go out, then, you know, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do next month. He's like, I guess you're going to have to knock off 
a you know a, a gas station or whatever. You ever and think about robbing joke. gas stations? <laughs> yeah, and with that also kind of I'm spells out that if you don't watch out, I'm going to kill or rape your family because then I like you <laughs> and I really like your family. So you know the guy's threatening him uh, if he doesn't keep doing or paying, they're going to come after everyone. But then he as he's going out. Uh, they get attacked and basically get attacked by what at first they're like, you know, let's get this guy, let's go. And then it becomes almost the boogeyman. Then they realize it's the Hulk and the Hulk is humongous and he is very imposing and he comes in and pretty much cripples every, you know, dog of hell, but then goes after Tommy. Like Eric said, has that bit where Tommy's trying to get out of there. I hate when they play this car bit in movies and and anything. He's trying to turn the the deal and (laughs) drops the keys. Yeah. And with that, the Hulk comes up, and that's where, like Eric said, he just starts questioning him. And it's just it, – it's a little too much. And the whole thing basically is set up. A little force of this Tommy, I'm not a bad guy, am I? I'm not the bad guy. I didn't do anything. I didn't mean it. I'm not bad. And that's kind of what you get with Banner and Hulk. Right. So it's kind of the deal. And at one point, you even see – and to me, you see that when Tommy says, listen, I have a family. I, I have a little girl. What the, the whole kind of does kind of pause for a second, but then like, no, 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 you're a bad guy. And then just attacks him and where it leads to is basically looks like he's never going to get up out of a coma ever. Uh, but that yeah. leads to basically the idea that people are going to know that the Hulk is out and about, which we saw that little, oh, you yeah. know, deal where there's, you know, questions of it. Even it's in like a rat. Even though the is picking up shell casings that she shouldn't be able to, no, she no. does realize yeah. the Hulk is back. Yeah, she says, uh, Detective Mays says to, again, Jackie McGee, they seem to go around all over the place together and says, yeah, you know, they were saying, you know, the green guy's back. And they even play around with the idea, well, it could be another Hulk. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's Banner. People come I recognize back from the dead. that John Doe. Yeah, I recognize that yeah. was before this, even this ain't said Amadeus that. Child, the nice Hulk. No, no, yeah. this is not him. You know, you're not uh, you know shooting hoops in this one. He's going around, and and it is a uh, a big change just for the fact that he doesn't seem like a good guy at all. I mean, no. like Eric said, it seems like he's going to be a monster going around getting other monsters. But again, he wasn't doing this. To start with, he was just going. He was minding his own business. I mean, in fact, the worst thing at the beginning was this 12-year-old girl, like, sees like, hey, pervert, stop looking at me. And he yeah. was just looking around, probably just seeing if anybody noticed him at that point, yeah. really. And uh, yeah. with that, yeah, I think we're going to get a monster that's going around to try to figure out if he's a monster himself. And again, it's he's looking in the mirror at the end because then you see it is Banner. He's there. He's washing up. And he's like, I'm not a bad person, am I? What do you think? And looking in the mirror and there's the Hulk and so there's like a monster going around to try to figure out maybe (laughs) if I stop other monsters I'm a good guy whatever it might be but yeah the Hulk looks menacing Uh, and with that I liked it I liked the whole tone of it like you said once we start talking about it here uh, there's a lot of jumping to conclusions. There's a lot of force bits. I saw somebody yeah. say that, you know, this isn't the Hulk to me. This is just a, a, a cop book, a CSI book, whatnot. Yeah. Uh, one of the things is you, you're not getting a lot of rules on what the Hulk's about. I guess we're going to move into that. But you don't get a lot of Hulk or Banner in and, this in general. That's, that's my biggest problem with the story is that we're reintroducing Bruce Banner and the Hulk and possibly with a new idea of how his powers work and what he's going to do. But I don't get any of that really from the first issue, except that he comes back to life, you know, and only from the solicit would I get the idea. It's only be that at night he comes yeah, back yeah. to life. We wouldn't Otherwise, know that I just thought, all right, he came back to life. And the night really would fare like 
no aspect on what yeah. I would think if I had just read this book cold without reading the solicit. Yeah, I agree. I'm with that. You have that. It's a classic, you know, horror movie, whatever, that sort of deal where, you know, night falls, you're in the morgue, all of a sudden you, he turns green and, and sits up and he's alive. But yeah, we don't know the rules right now. Uh, so we have no idea. But you get the idea he's not good because again, yeah. he, is, he hasn't killed anybody here yet. I mean, these people there, you would think maybe some would die. Uh, but yeah, he's crippled him, especially his tummy where he was talking to him and Tommy was pleading with him. And then what, what seemed to happen and we didn't really fully say, Hulk seems to have just crippled him and then taken him to this hospital, thrown him down and then threw the evidence with him and walked away. And that's what they gathered. They're like, well, we matched up the prints to the gun and the shell yeah. casings again. This is the guy who did that murder. And it doesn't look like he'll be getting up. Uh, you know, he may not even wake up ever. And he even got that, those pins in his fingers. Yeah, yeah oh, a, he has everything. He's screwed up. And now, with that, with you the- also see his family there just crying. What are they going to do now? They are, and yeah. you know, I know that the whole deal is it looks like the, the dogs uh, of hell are also hurt, so maybe they wouldn't come collect, but if they get out, they're probably going to go right for this lady and, and the kid. Hopefully that's grab. all the dogs of hell, and there's not more of the yeah, gang. Yeah, I just think once they get else. out, no. uh, you know, they don't seem, they just seem to have broken bones and stuff. They don't seem to be in comas. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, they have a lot of uh, broken bones and concussions and things. They're going to go right after this this woman and this kid, who really, to me, are innocent and in all this, and now the Hulk set them up for the uh, big fall, but we'll see how that goes. Now, did, uh, did either of you guys read the No Surrender arc, where the challenger was fighting the Grand Master, and he brought the Hulk yeah. Back to life. Yeah. I, now, I did, did the Hulk act anywhere like this in that? Like he really didn't this? do much. He he wasn't no. in it. It was at the very end to kind of win the whole deal and, and be like the wild card that right. goes in most of the time. In that, he was just mad to be that he was back. He was happy yeah. to be dead. So was, this and is it was a weird the same deal. Same in Secret Empire because he was killed uh, in Civil War, came back yeah. in Secret Empire by Captain America, and that lasted for like. Six panels, and he was buried under rubble in Las yeah. Vegas, dead again for a while. Yeah, and, and it seemed like the, the immortal – he wanted to be dead. He wanted to remain dead. Now he's here, and who knows what he thinks he's doing because, again, this – you really didn't have to read that to go into this because this seems I so was much just, different I was just curious me. because since I didn't read it, I just wanted to see if there was any kind of continuity trying to lead this. Yeah, like it, just no. the challenger it was brought just him, him back, back if there was something in that yeah. that might have changed him the way he was. I don't yeah. know. I was just curious if you yeah, guys – Yeah, just seemed like anything. all it was was that he was upset to be back and in fact yeah. if you go back there was the star lord uh annual a while back where uh-huh. uh after he had died where star lord was basically in purgatory and he ran into banner and banner's like no no i'm fine here and that was like to me that was the start of that having him be in heaven and all that sort of thing i don't know how it tied well yeah. uh together right. but i actually really like that a lot of people didn't read that uh <laughs> but i actually like that even before we were going to do all this that annual i really really liked I it ended up yeah, it ended up being like a, a western town that they thought, but it it ends up like repeating over, and these bad guys would come and they'd have to fight them, and it was this whole deal. just like that made for TNT movie Purgatory. Yes. That yeah, I liked yeah, back in the yep, 90s. and you liked it, and and with that, you know, Bruce Banner was kind of there. Just hanging out and liking Randy to be dead, Quaid which, was the know, worst Doc Holiday ever. Worst ever. Uh, what would you give this, Sarah? I think right away, like you know. I'm very intrigued in the aspect. I want to know what's going on going forward because I want to know what's up with the Hulk, obviously. But this is not a like you know one of the highest marks I'll give this. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten, mostly for art because I didn't get enough of the Hulk or any kind of real idea of what this this series is going to be about, except for like oh it's going to have some horror things and you're going to shock me right off the bat because you're not you're willing to kill people and yeah. Brett Banner right off the bat, you know. 
that's a shocking opening, but it just didn't grab me the way I was really hoping it would. But I'm still interested in the concept going forward. Yeah, it, it grabbed me enough with the tone. I, I like the idea of this. And, you know, we haven't read everything coming out. Obviously, everything hasn't yeah. come out yet. Uh, this seems like one of those. I'm not a horror comic guy, but for some reason, this kind of grabbed me a little bit because of the fact that it seems like it's it's different from what the other things are. And he's not going to space like a lot of other people. No, <laughs> and that's and you know Hulk, Hulk he space. loves space. So, but uh, with that, it, it's this hard deal, and I'm giving it a positive seven five. I still think I'm being positive about it. I liked it, and I want to see how it goes. I hope that some of the things are spelled out a little more. Uh, because yeah, and my biggest, my biggest problem is just that we don't get a lot of Banner or Hulk. And I don't know the how, rules. like the, the rules especially are, I don't know what happens. Does the Hulk have to come out to reset that Banner can be alive again? Like, I don't really yeah. know the concept of how Banner is alive. Or is it one of those that I even thought, because when he's going to Hulk out and get shot, is that what saves him? Because he's hulking out, get shot, and that's why he can stand up later. If he gets killed as Banner, is it necessarily leads to the Hulk coming back? I don't know. I don't know the rules. Uh, he was killed in Civil War as Banner, because yeah. that's now. why Hawkeye killed him. He but thought I don't know Hulk now, because out, he's back. Know? I don't know what's going on now. Yeah, I mean, he can do does. whatever he wants, but what would you give it, Brian? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of really close with all you guys. I think it's a really interesting tone. Uh, you know, that's holding my interest for now. But I want more than him just wandering around, running into random encounters for eleven yeah. more issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to see it actually develop and go it somewhere. Needs to be more oh. than the Hulk TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want just twelve issues of that. Uh, the, like Eric, I I thought the teach a lesson Hulk was slightly weird and a little preachy, but I didn't mind it overall. Not enough to knock it, you know, a whole bunch. The art. Uh, I liked, but it isn't my favorite, but it reflects the tone well. And, and you yeah. know, if Al Ewing wasn't such a Muppet, this this is a book I would be buying myself. Yeah, now uh, you said you're not going to buy it, right? Because yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. I found out right before I went to the comic store, actually. So uh, th that's <laughs> when I changed my mind. I, I, I'm still giving it a 7.5 out of 10, though. No. Uh, yeah. That's I what really I'm liked go it. With. I did. I enjoyed it for. I like different takes on the Hulk, so I'll see yeah. where this one goes. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not a big Hulk fan. I've read a lot of Hulk. Obviously, we're just starting this, and this is something different, at least from even a lot of the books of other characters that I've you know read to catch up to get to this. So I I'm intrigued and yeah. I'm optimistic. Even a little different from other smart Hulks we've gotten. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? If that's what they're really doing here, I'm not really too yeah. sure. Yeah, but we're gonna move on to the next book. Which, uh, again, uh, it's very odd because <laughs> there's a lot of these fresh start books that are uh, a little odd the way they're starting. But this is Doctor Strange number one written by Mark Waid, art by Jesus Saez and DC's Corey Pettit. New spells, allies, and enemies in this new series from Mark Waid and Jesus Saez. Sorcerer Supreme of the Galaxy. The Eye of Agamotto is closed. Uh, Dr. Stephen Strange has lost his connection to Earth's arcane power, and he can't wait to recover while nightmares press against the seams of our reality, says you. Tony Stark offers a 21st century solution when astral travel fails. Try astronautical travel. Enter Dr. Strange, Space Explorer Supreme. New spells, allies, and enemies, new and old, await Strange Beyond the Stars. Uh, along with corners and secrets of the Marvel Universe, seen here for the first time, space is endless, but time is short. After years of threats, Stephen's bill for magic use is coming due. Who will come to collect? And Again, yeah, he's, his bill for magic use is always yeah, coming due. 
always that, coming every out story too. With Dr. And Strange. this is weird. And, and I really do like the art in this. I think the art is really good. Uh, the problem that we're going to get, I mean, obviously we're not going to get a lot of, you know, Dr. Strange. We're going to get a lot of Steven, but even then, I think that I, I'm worried about Eric Shea because uh, the, the narration <laughs> was so small and in a script that I, I swear he had to have had problems. Did you have problems, Eric, reading the narration on this? I actually didn't have that many problems in this issue. I actually just – my biggest problem with this was just the kind of boredom for yeah, – like, it was know, I, I like Doctor Strange. But a lot of times his series do just end up just getting boring at times, and I did not expect that from that first issue because no, I didn't. I want to jump in. I want to see the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, they're going to do something different. All right, Sorcerer Supreme of the Galaxy. I, I can get behind it, even I can though get I behind don't want that. all my characters going to space. No, but, but it seems cool, right? When we cool, spend the majority right? of the issue with him just walking around being a sad sack, I'm like, yeah. I don't need yeah. this. I don't even mind the yeah. sad sack. I mind that there's nothing going on. It's all told yeah. through narration. I mean, it's all, there he goes. He used to have problems before he got the magic. <laughs> he had the jitters. Well, the jitterbug is back. Oh, my goodness. And because of that, I just sat there like, why is it taking me this long to get through this book because by Mark, the end I yeah. thought nothing happened. Why did it take me so long Mark to read Wade nothing wrote happened? Two comics this week where almost nothing happened. Oh my happened. goodness like, gracious! On, yeah, because next we're going to be talking this other one, and with this it's just it's the way the setup is to me almost read as if like it read like a normal Marvel comic where you know you have the first page with the credits of what happened up till then. That's all this read like. This read like a recap of something we, you know, we didn't see yet and went, but yet there we see it, but nothing is going on. Well, it's the a most poor ex- recap too because I just caught up on Doctor Strange and it doesn't feel like it's picking up directly. No, from it where doesn't. Well, it does say seven years magic. later. That's the problem. Yeah, it says even, seven even years the later. Issue after that, like he's everything seemed fine. Like it was back to normal. No, well, here's the, we had the final days of magic where the like the 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 magic the laws of magic were changing and dying yeah. out and stuff like that. And we even had it mentioned in Avengers number one, which I guess takes place after he gets back from yeah. the space adventures because he seemed fine in that. But uh, it, I just like you know we jump in, we have Doctor Strange here in space. We have him in Avengers doing fine, but like. Is this? I, I just want to know. Is this the continuation of the final days of magic? Well, the, this the is problem the is, phase? is that if it's whatever the wonkiness is, it starts out and he's fighting a guy, and that's either seven years in the past. So that's that would seven have years been, in the past, as far as I'm yeah, Or yeah. if we go from this and now we're seven years in the future, and we skipped everything that we'll see coming up with the Avengers, but even that in the past. So you're even before anything changes, and he's just yelling. But with that, the first couple pages is the only excitement that you get. I know. I, favorite part of the book. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. It looks awesome. He's there. You have him do magic. He's he's taunting the, this. So how being. do you pronounce the name I, of this this beast? This as I put it, Exalzal. I would say Exalzal. Jazalzal, the, the way accent. that I would say. Yeah, I would <laughs> I say thought that was one of those X's that's the Zazal. Like Maybe Zazal. <laughs> but yeah, and, and with that, you get trash talking, and he kind of, you know, uses magic, then even uses his doctor skills to tie up this tear, and the then tear does the, the worst thing. The then he, he starts taunting people. You, you can't taunt people. And obviously, <laughs> if that's the thing you see right before the seven years later, when he's sitting there thinking, I don't know what I did, well, I think you taunted a little too many people about what's going on here, and is really high on your horse. And I think, I think Zaza that. Zaza is going to be coming back seven years from now. Yeah. Yeah. I just think 
Walker. I it's just a, think it's just that some it's some rope holding him back. Yeah. That's getting broken eventually. Yeah, I actually yeah, think that he's going to have to go through space to just be uh, put at the worst and be down on his luck to prove to himself that he needs magic. That's all I think is going on. Because what? Saul's all going to come out in, in space or whatever. I think this whole thing of him getting hit, and even if there's no room for chance, I think all of this is happening because he was a pompous jerk, and it's the, the you know the world and the universe's magic and all are just trying to show him that you can't be a pompous jerk and you're going to have to go and, and build yourself back up. That's the only thing I thought because you go from this, but I was bored through the whole thing. I mean, you go and basically he goes blind to everything that's magic. So he can't yeah. read his things. He can't even at one point, he can't even like he might even get, he might starve to death. He couldn't get through the house and then ends up, he falls asleep and then the house is just a normal house that he can go. But really, with that, I was just bored. But you can take it, Eric. Tell me what you uh, go from there when he goes to see Tony. When he goes to see Tony, it's the whole thing is that he is, you know, it's been like months now. You see this, like, you know, when he finally gets out of his Sanctum Sanctorum, he's like, you know, all right, I can just go about my day. And, and he's really, you know, having a hard time because he's walking away. He has no connection to anybody, like, mystically. He can't have any empath powers with them to be able to connect with them. And he's been so far removed as a mortal He's kind of like, you know, back to square one without no. any real social skills, it seems like. And right there, the jitters start coming back yeah, because his mystical jitters. connection is making him shake again. His hands are hurting. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he's he's not – he's Can't depressed. even drink his coffee, poor Yeah, face. and it's funny. He's depressed because he ended up while he was doing Zalzal at the beginning. He After even when he got done, he's like, I'd like to see Iron Man do that, that you know, jerk. But that's who he has to go to to try to figure out, you know, maybe you can help me. And he goes – and they don't get along. And now this is where I actually like this concept because this is a concept. It's a reverse of the concept that Eric was talking about when me and him talk about like at DC with Cyborg. We like Cyborg right. to deal with like a magic deal that, you know, you got to figure out what's what. Well, this is yeah, outside you know, of normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this is Stephen Strange then going to talk to Tony, who thinks that all this magic is nonsense that can yeah. be explained with physics and engineering, which he's trying yeah. to do at this point with olives and straws. And making like this is how you used to do your, you know, he your claims whole he doesn't trans- drink. What's he got all those goddamn olives? There yeah, for? he does. And he's like, oh, this teleportation <laughs> trick magic. You know, I can do this and all. And then he does get the club soda, and where you have these two that don't like each other, and he just says, you know, Which I don't I know what to do. Club soda bit was a nice touch, just because it is yeah. a fresh start. Where you know. Uh, Dr. People Strange is know. talking about, you know, you're wrestling with your demon or two in your past, and I'm doing that now, and you see the, like, the whole concept that, you know, he's struggled with a drinking problem in the past. Yeah. Like, I just like that little touch in there for people who are jumping in and can get to, like, you know, read between the lines a bit, or have yeah. a little kind of a brief understanding of who Iron Man is. Yeah. And with that, you have Iron Man just basically say, Tony says, Maybe it's just you're, you've lost, you know, touch of Earth. Maybe there's magic elsewhere. Maybe you can go and talk to some other, you know, sorcerers. Because at the beginning, even Stephen thinks to himself through this narration, I can call some other guys. But at one point, he's afraid that maybe he's the cause of no magic. And if he gets yeah. these other guys near him, they may not have magic either. So he yeah. kind of stayed away from them. Then he kind of tried to talk to him, but he can't figure this out. 
And, you know, that's Tony says, go into space and maybe find I, I have a spaceship that you can drive like a car, which there's a nice call out of him saying then, you know what, the last time I kind of drove a car, I had some problems, <laughs> yeah. uh, which yeah. he did. And then he's like, I, I have this direction where I want you to go. There's this place that I was, you know, this civilization. You can go meet with them or whatever. And yeah, as humanoid he's going, people there. You can go over there. Yeah, as he's going, of course, he gets hit by an asteroid and then goes down. They end up grabbing him this planet that he's over at that point kind of tether the spaceship down and lead him in and he gets out tony has hooked him up with a you know a universal translator deal. and he gets out and like hey thanks a lot you know i'm just can you lead me to your magic user so i said magic <laughs> it's such a weird idea just coming down like yeah, i'm telling you this is the idea with magic and like space travel and all that stuff it's like yeah. I'm an astronaut. I come down in an alien world. Oh, thank you for rescuing me, kind sir. Can you put me to your magic yeah, user? Yeah, your magic user. Take what me to your magic, magic user. Take him. Yeah, yeah. And so I they imagine for some reason this planet is like you know the Salem witch trial planet. Oh yeah. Magic. You don't want to say magic. that. Well, it, it's what? funny because as he goes down, it is. It looks like a very technologically advanced you know yeah. race here. They may not like that magic. And he's like, yeah, take me to your magic. I, he should have been a little more careful with that. But they end up throwing him in jail and then that's it and he's like I, he's there and and this narration again this narration is not and a thus goes the space yeah. travel of Doctor Strange yeah yeah and it's it's, it's not a like it's not Doctor Strange doing the narration it's being told as if a guy's telling you the story almost like you know whatever and so yeah they're saying he's he's in big trouble and it's weird because it kind of reminds me of something that maybe we wouldn't we didn't get at the beginning of, of uh, Black Panther like like, this would have been an okay start to find out where Black Panther is in his right. book that left us confused. At least we're getting this start. But again, it, like the Hulk that we just talked about, yeah, there's not much going on here. And, and it seems like this is all just a, a number one issue. And then, obviously, it is a number one issue, but their deal is like, let's set everything up, and then we'll get to the good stuff later. I don't understand why they're doing this. Why are yeah, you doing you this number for one number one? Where you- you spend the majority of the page play just showing, you know, Doctor Strange can't do anything until he yeah. finally does, and then we end the issue right, you know, we get up there, the whole idea, like, where we blast up into space, we go to a planet, get shot down, arrested, that all takes place in, like, two pages, yeah, it seems like, everything yeah. is rushed there to get us to yeah. the next bit, like, why couldn't we rush the sad sack, Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> walking around, and we get the idea, I got you. No he's magic. not empathic. The big problem is they're doing this at four ninety nine an issue with inflated yeah. page counts, too. Like, yeah, yeah, what and are you it's me tough. all that for if you're not going to tell me something fun? No, you know? and, and it's not fun at all. It really isn't. And it, you're going – me and Eric always laugh about, you know, hey, you're having problems, go to space. That's always fun. It's not really fun here. And, and no. you, like you said, it's rushed. The, the big part is walking through, sad sack through the park, looking at a lady who's crying, and he, he doesn't have empath powers to see what's wrong with her. Uh, he doesn't have the connection with Trust people me, you anymore. you don't want to know. No, no. Why yeah. is rain coming from that woman's eyes? Yeah. I do what? not know without magic. <laughs> my, my eyes are raining. He's, she's there. <laughs> it's weird. Eyes she's look, I'm looking at my mind movies. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! She, she's there. She actually uh, lost her kid, or she just sold her kid and, and didn't get enough money for it. But yeah, you, you get the setup, and even the whole idea of the setup of the jitters back or whatever, and it's just that's too long. It's too yeah. long to see him a well, sad and then sack it goes without away the quick. It's only like one panel because then yeah. he's fine. The rest he deals of the with it. Drive and everything hey, else. He's so. fine. But yeah, it's just it is I'm, weird that setup of the probably sad why sack. he hit that asteroid. 
Yeah, probably. He just wasn't paying attention. That's it. I, he... I don't know what it is, though. The whole thing with the Celestials falling at Avengers or, like, you know, Black Panther just being as strange as it is in space and now this in space. And even in yeah. Deadpool, where we have another Celestial coming from the, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm getting sick of space already. Yeah, I am, too. Yeah. I am, too. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually I'm getting sick of not having fun. And Listen, I shouldn't be getting sick that quick. The heroes have cleaned up all the problems on Earth. It's just space is left. That's yeah, all. That's just it. Space uh, but, junk. but it's not fun. In space, no one will hear you laugh. Because <laughs> I'm not having fun. There you go. But uh, what would you give it, Eric? I think right away, you know, I really enjoyed the art in this. I'm a fan of Doctor Strange, so I was really excited to get in this because, like, you know, it's been a long time since I read. You know, I think the last Doctor Strange uh, issue I collected was the early 2000s like it was just called strange and i was really yeah. into this reimagining of the character the retelling and stuff like that and then i like always i i fell off of the title and i could see it happening here just because we're spending a lot of time not doing anything and as soon as you get to an exciting part it's over i'm like i i don't need that but i i want to see dr strange in space like yeah. like the hulk it's a concept like you know Right away, I think I can get behind. I don't know where it's going to go, but it's something different that I think I will do. I would like. So I think I'd give this a six point five out of ten. Yeah, that's what I'm giving it. A six five is what I'm giving it. And I was just upset because reading what was coming up and not being a Doctor Strange fan, I told you I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm not a huge <laughs> Doctor Strange fan. I've read a bunch leading into this, yeah. uh, catching up or whatever, and they were okay. Uh, but this seemed like fun. This seemed like going into space seemed like it would be fun. But I actually thought that, that we'd, you know, get a little more action with that. And the sad sack, like you said, if he loses connection, uh, you know, to magic, I would assume that he's going to be upset about it. So you could yeah. just go from here. You could have this. Well, he tried, you can have three panels in a row. Yeah, Steven tried to do a couple things, but nothing happened, so he had to go back to, you know, the place he didn't want to go, uh, Iron Man, and there he is, and go from there, have them talk, hey, I want you to do that, and then have, you have extra pages and things, have 10 pages in space where he's there, if he's going to get captured, let's, let's start and, and do something with that, you know, not walk around the park and see the lady well, have rain you come out have- of her eyes. Even if you want to have fun with the idea that Tony and, you know, Doctor Strange are at odds with each other because of what they yeah. both believe in, have, you know, go back to Stark Industries or like Avengers Towers or like, and just have Tony, look, I can do exactly what you do with technology. Check yeah. this out. Have a little bit oh, yeah. more fun with it. Even start have, with that. Start with yeah. them having like I know a, you a contest. Set a tone, but it's just not yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. He cuddled have... his blanket for an entire two pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was crazy. I, I give it a six five. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I'm I'm real close, a little under. I'm gonna go with a six. I again, yeah. I thought the story was very slow. I'm a little lower because I'm I'm tired of the Doctor Strange without power storyline. Like yeah. I've I've read the last two runs of Doctor Strange where they've also done that. Yep. Uh, yeah. By by creators, I've just enjoyed the work of more. Um, and you know now you make that three runs in a row. Just this one's now in space. Uh, yeah. The art was good. It reminded me a little bit of kind of like an Exo Manowar comic. So yeah, I, I look like forward the art to that. Yeah. I like the monsters and, and stuff a lot better than the humans. Uh, the, the realistic human faces creep me out a little bit when they yeah. zoom in on them. <laughs> yeah. 
But Uncanny uh, Valley. Yeah, yeah. I just find the Doctor Strange more interesting, like we said, in the Avengers comic currently than in yeah. his own book, right? And we're now, not even so. getting a lot of him yet, and I yeah. think he's more interesting there. Yeah, totally. he, but, he's yeah. just more fun and carefree in that book, and it's like the Doctor Strange I want to That's read about. What I and, wanted exactly. Well, yeah. well, and here's the thing, though, uh, Brendan. You you have a house now, right? You know, you, you <laughs> yeah. usually pay your mortgage once a month, right? You have to yeah. pay it each month. Blast. That's what happens. I mean, the bill for magic use is coming due. It's a monthly <laughs> bill. You just didn't know it. It's like a utility bill now. Does, does Every Dr. month Strange it comes to, to go rob a gas station. He now, may, like and then the Hulk will come. And then, or, he or is that Brandon? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah. No, it's yeah, Brandon. It was. It's Brandon. But yeah, this is the problem. Is Brandon has to pay his mortgage? Buffalo. There's no gas stations. We, <laughs> the cars run off Tim Hortons as well. That's true. <laughs> but Steve, he has to pay monthly on his magic use, and he didn't have a lot of money this time, yeah. and so he it was got due. But right now, speaking of Mark Wade. I know you were speaking of him, uh, Brandon, but we're going to go off for me and Brandon to talk about number one issue of the miniseries, The Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then we'll be back with Eric to finish up with Deadpool number one. All right, and here we are with a, I don't know what, what are we going to call this miniseries? Uh, fresh start miniseries. <laughs> fresh start <laughs> miniseries extras. Spotlight, extra deal. Special, yeah, <laughs> obviously this is going to be on the regular show as you're listening to this, but me and Brandon are deciding what to do with these miniseries that are coming out. There's not too many right now, mm. uh, but this is the first one. It's Ant-Man and Wasp number one. And like I said, we were going to try to maybe put it out as its own thing as a spotlight early. Uh, this week we couldn't get together early, so we're not going to do that. But yeah, this might be one of those things that we put up Wednesday night, the miniseries, kind of do that and, and see how it goes. Uh, or just keep it on the regular podcast. We'll see what people like or want. Uh, but this is Ant-Man and Wasp number one. Like I said, Eric's not with us. He says he's nothing to do with these uh, miniseries. Miniseries are not for Eric Shea. They're classified uh, in the nonsense category. Yeah, nonsense for- category. They are filed away. Now with this, maybe he's right. Uh, And I'll tell you, this week especially, it it did make me laugh last week when we were saying what books we had coming up and things like that, because I had heard like almost like the the death of Mark Wade was greatly exaggerated because we had heard like he was on the outs. Oh, my God, he's been kicked off Twitter. He comes and goes from Twitter frequently. I think that that's his thing. I actually yeah. think that he kind of enjoys that and whatever. He calms down. He has a little break and then comes back and then gets somebody else pissed off. And for the most part, it's like all these things going on, obviously. At this point, you would have heard us yell and scream about Al Ewing. Uh, but Twitter is one of those things that you can use it as like a tool. Uh, but don't be a tool. That's all yeah, I say. It there's, is what there's you make big it. deal. Yeah, and you don't have to engage with people. Uh, I got in fights with people, and that's just what I'm saying with Mark Wade too. Mark Wade doesn't have the, you know, he does not need to engage with people, or whatever. But he also doesn't need to rattle cages himself. Right. And that's what he seems to do. Yeah, Al yeah, Ewing just seems to want to cause point. it. Yeah, yeah, he can't stop. And maybe the best thing for that is to stay off, and, and he can be away. But with that, we have two Mark Wade books. We've already talked about the first. One Now, this Ant-Man and Wasp mini is actually, if I sat and thought, this was probably the second, but like the book I was second most excited about this week. Uh, His other one was the first uh, because 
I don't know a lot about Ant-Man and Wasp. I really don't. I just watched the Ant-Man movie a couple weeks ago. Eric was yelling at me constantly to watch this thing, and I, I didn't. I was not concerned with it or whatever. So yeah. with that, this Ant-Man and Wasp book is another one too because it's a mini, and because of this, I'll admit it. I didn't read a lot of Ant-Man getting to go towards this, and the stuff I've I never had with, read yeah, a lot of Ant-Man either. Yeah, and the stuff I had with Wasp was just stuff I ended up kind of you know reading other books that she was in, like an Avengers deal, or whatever. And with that, Ant-Man was also the only thing I really had contact with Ant-Man was with the Guardians of the Galaxy book leading into Mm -hmm. Fresh Start, which seems like that's really all you have to know or have to know with Ant-Man. And even then, it's just a throwaway deal at the beginning. But with that, I was a little disappointed with this. I actually thought that, for one thing, it's a miniseries, right? I I don't think I'm mistaken there. Uh, But the other thing is, if you have Ant-Man and Wasp, you may be fans, uh, they're going to have a movie coming out, obviously. This is why we have actually two Ant-Man and Wasp books this week, which is another bit of nonsense. They never should have released those together. Yeah, they also confusing had, everybody. They, yeah. they pulled the manship on the... They the... did. Yeah, manship <laughs> will get both. Because you have Ant-Man and Wasp, the living legends, number one. And with that, you had this Ant-Man and Wasp, number one, that we're talking about. They don't even have Fresh Start labeled on the cover, which I think yeah. is a little odd as well. And but, it doesn't have any legacy numbering, because I no, don't know if these yeah, have been well, in the series previously. Mini series, but it should yeah. say like they should have something. They should have a designation on it that just says like Fresh Start Mini, something like that. Fresh Start. They they're not even really. I'm telling you, they're not even wanting to call it their quote unquote limited series is what they're calling it. I don't know if that means it is six issues. I don't know if it means all right, maybe four actually. I think it says in the front. Well, we'll see. But when uh <laughs> when we get into it, I'm telling you, we're there. And maybe it should say like I I don't know. I don't know how to do this, but. My biggest problem is it's Ant-Man and Wasp, right? I I don't think you're going to change the world with an Ant-Man and Wasp book, number one. Uh, The second part is uh, you can't – to me, you have to have fun. This is why the Ant-Man movie succeeded like it did. Yeah, it was was a shot in the arm with like a bunch of comedy even more than usual. Yes, it's a lot of comedy, and it was a lot of fun. I admit it. I did not watch it for a while. It's not my favorite Marvel movie, but I wasn't mad when I eventually watched it. I had some fun. I like the characters. You get a little close to the characters and like it. So with me going with this, and I would assume a lot of people are going into this only having the movie as a basis – of their Ant-Man and Wasp, because even though Wasp kind of quote unquote wasn't in Ant-Man, you knew that that's what was happening. Setting especially, it up for, yeah, yeah. especially me reading it now. I mean, it, it was no, it was no, you know, thing I'd already known and seen. So I know what's going on. So at the end, and when the, they're like, there's that, the, uh, you know, the Wasp outfit, I know what's going on. The other thing is that the movie doesn't directly translate to this because no. Wasp is a totally different person in this yeah. book. Yeah. Compared and, to who it is in the movie. And so I'm going to give the credits right now, and then we'll get into it. But yeah, I have a couple problems, and a lot of my problems are actually with Wasp, uh, but in general, too, just the tone of it. But it is Ant-Man and Wasp, number one, written by Mark Wade, art by Javier Garon, Israel Sylvan, and JC's Joe Karamagna. Is that how you say it? I'm telling Karmanga. you. Karmanga. Karmanga. These are names that I'm not used to, so I'll have to listen to other podcasts and that, you know, to hear them say it. And usually I do that and they don't know either. So I just no. pass it 
down the line. Yeah, Wasp was just trying to help Ant-Man to get home to Earth to see his daughter, but a little problem got in the way. Very little subatomic, in fact, as Scott Lang was lost in the vast spaces between atoms. Now Nadia is his only hope of rescue. If only he would listen long enough for her to save them. From master storyteller Mark Wade and Marvel young gun artist Javier Garon uh, comes a story of a big journey getting smaller all the time. And just from that solicit, I'll tell you, I think the art is really good. I mean, yeah, this it art is, is it's my really, really part good. Of the book, yeah, you, you can almost, this is one of those where we say, like, it's worth the price of admission, you know, when we grab the reviewer 101 book. I actually think that if you like Ant-Man and somehow and you get this, I don't think you're going to be upset at the end just because the art is good enough that you're there. Okay, it reminds me a little of Brett Booth, kind of. Yeah, it does. And I really, I really like it. The, the problem is, is like I said, I didn't have any fun with this. And basically, because of the fact that Wasp, you know, this is the Wasp in the comics, she hates Scott. So, yeah. you know, right there you have that going back and forth. But there's not any setup if you don't know the characters in the comics. They try to do it. You get the quick It's a deal. weird thing, though. They set up the two people not yes. in the book. The yeah, classic they set up Ant-Man Hank. and Wasp. And yeah. then they go on to a story with Hank in, or uh, yeah. Scott and, and Nydia or Nadia. Yeah, Nadia. Whatever the hell yeah. and that's is. what it is because you start off with them saying like, oh, Hank did this. The pin particle. Janet was the one who named it even though, you know, Hank was not so big-headed he wouldn't do it but he called it a win you have this and it really is i mean you're setting up the idea that this book is more about nadia than you know scott because right. why would you set up her parents though it uh -huh. is the setup for ant-man but it's not enough of a setup to say that it, it's fully anything else but you know there and this is the other thing <laughs> nadia she she's a teen she is she's, a teenager. She's a that, pain in the ass yeah, in every and, book yeah. she ever appears and, and in. She's, she's just teen, not a fun and, character. Yeah, and with the teen deal, that's the biggest fault, I think, of the art. I love everything else. I don't get If they don't tell you that she's a teen, she doesn't look like a teen. Yeah. She doesn't come across as a teen. She comes across as somebody who hates Scott because he ended up stealing you know, the, the technology of her father. And, Even though and that's is, all long been forgiven. Yes, like we're years away from this, this yeah. happening initially. And so, yeah, and so with this, you do have a little interplay in this issue where you also get the roundabout deal of Scott ending up being kind of gone. And this was from the Guardians of the Galaxies with the Nova Corps. He needs a way back to Earth. He's pretty much stranded with the Nova Corps. And he wants her to be able to give him, you know, a ride, subatomic ride back to Earth. I don't understand it, but that's yeah. fine. And, and we get a lot of words. That we yeah, just it does. With in yeah. JLA. Yep. And we get a I'm lot like, of words oh, no. that are whatever. I mean, this is the start of something where really Nova Corps maybe could have just given him a ship and he could have went back and then when <laughs> he gets the back thing I thought, yeah. I'm like he's with the Nova Corps yeah, he's with the Nova ship. Corps and they don't even give you a reason why here it's just like hey I need to get back and it's almost like maybe it's the idea of being quick because it is his daughter's birthday coming yeah. up but these are all things forced in to make this what it is and I just keep thinking like why couldn't it be Scott just going back to Earth and them finding Nadia and saying, hey, you know, I think we should be a team. And her, then you can go with the whole deal. You did this. You did that. But jumping in, you just have this and she says she agrees then. She doesn't want anything to do with him. But when he brings up, you know, daughters and fathers should be together on birthdays. And you do have this background deal where Hank 
wasn't really around for her and yeah. is gone now he's gone she, so. she has like the same past as black widow she yes. was raised in the red room yes, and kind of just room. found out hank was her dad yeah and, and blah, i will blah, blah. tell you right now everybody who's reading this if you get to the end and you get you know to be continued go to the next page i guess most people do but if you don't go to the next page and then it actually spells out some of the character background it does talk about the red room and things like that i believe i think that that's where i read it uh but with that People wouldn't know this. So you're really relying right at the beginning of, I hate you for doing that to my dad, stealing his tech. He's like, well, then he gave it to me later. Okay, I can I can go with that. I watched the movie, whatever. But then you're really relying on the fact that Scott brings up the daughter to really say like, look, you know, I don't, you don't want my daughter to end up kind of in your shoes without yeah. a dad, stuff you like that. You don't want her being a giant B word like yeah, you Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he says like, you know, he's she's almost your age now and stuff like that but that's you know that's the setup so she says okay i'm gonna get back to you and it starts right away with this nonsense where she says i'm gonna get back to you in two hours and i'll even get the exact thing as i'm paying 10 minutes and 54 seconds yeah 10 minutes and 45 seconds later (laughs) and he's like okay he's eating a a sandwich there it looks like like a a hamburger with evil coming out of it you gotta be there okay and by the way and she comes back and says okay i'm ready i'm gonna do a countdown you have to be at the transporter exactly at this time exactly i know i you know he's not going to i mean no. this is the, yeah. the so cliche deal you know that he's not going to and right as he's getting in there he had gotten a plant that he it's can't eat he doesn't even, he doesn't even know like what it's it, going it to eat his daughter yeah it does and it's one of those <laughs> things now you are introducing like toads to australia yeah, yeah you're gonna bring gonna say, this I back do imports for a living this is not allowed no no when this comes in <laughs> fedex and brandon they are not going to allow this uh, because this is going to ruin the earth and it may yeah. at the end maybe this is how but what happens is he jumps back to get this and it's so funny too because you're not even led to this whole deal that this is like, I'm going to use all the energy I have here. And when I do this, Earth is going to shut down for five days and you can't do this. Oh, my God. When he goes back to the plant, why doesn't he just say, whoa, 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 stop. Can you oh, start that up right. again? Start it up again now. Give me the countdown again. I didn't want to forget this. No, because he's a goofball. And this yep. is the goofiness of it. And it's not goofy enough for me. He grabs the plant. Yeah. He gets taken away. Now, it was spelled out that, hey – if you don't hit this the minute I say to, you could go anywhere you want. Anywhere not you want. Anywhere I won't know where you are and nobody will know what you where you are until the, she does. Yeah. Because then the Nova Corps I don't even like, get what she does. Does she fire this gun and follow this ray or is she following the ray that she sent to Scott? Yeah, she seems to follow the ray set to Scott and that's the only reason why I think that this ray when she gets there because she then goes – she says to the Nova Corps guy – Hey, did uh did he go late? Yeah, he went late. Okay. <laughs> and then she's like, Great, now I have to find him. And you have a you know, a page there where now you're getting the biggest part of a Ant Man was where she's flying around. There's a bird, she goes, somebody's eating ice cream, she accidentally knocks it, she hits this and that, a, a ladybug and stuff. And that's the stuff I think people wanted to see. Some du- and- some dude's doing the three fingers in the loop. Yeah, 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 doing that, yep, doing that right through, and then with that, she ends up in this microversal place where these things are, and I think that how they're going, she is following this beam, and but it doesn't really make sense. I mean, the beam should be going right to Novacore. The beam should be, she should have to go and and backtrack and whatever, 
it's just to get there, and she gets there, but it, it's it's getting there for, for nothing that great. It, the art looks great. What it is is it's this microscope uh, that the Tachorians or the Thetachorians, these things are. They are beings made of light. They look they're like on, standing stiff robes. Yeah, and uh, they're on a planet that may be a little particle on the – and he even says it where Nadia says, hey uh, – why didn't you just go, you know, big? Why didn't you go big and see what was going on? Because at one point he says he's been there for months. She's like, or weeks. And he, she says, oh, it's in the microverse. Things go a little wonky with time. Okay. Uh, but there you go. And I think that basically what that is is so you can have a full story of six issues and still have him get back and make sense to get make back his to his daughter's, daughter's birthday. birthday. Yeah. That's all it is. And so he says, well, here, hey. Here's another part I don't understand. She's like asking him why he doesn't get big. But when he yeah. first meets her, he's, he's, he's giant. Big. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, does she mean bigger? Right. <laughs> all of a sudden, he has to embiggen himself like Miss Marvel there. But with that, he's like, hey, fly up with your wings. And check it out. Also with this, you see these light, you know, concept, the Theta Corians, uh, that are saying something she cannot understand. And that's where he can dig into her. Oh, what? You don't have a translator on your helmet like me? Oh, my goodness. Well, listen to what they're saying. They're just saying Daddy souls. doesn't love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Daddy didn't do that. And it's kind of like a play even on when you saw the Ant-Man Wasp, uh, you know, the trailers with, hey, yep. why you didn't have that tech when I was there? Oh, no, I had it. Yeah, I just didn't give it to you. And with that, they are yelling for souls and it's like now we're having a story where they we're hoping james brown shows up to give them some soul because that's all they're saying soul 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 and with that it's all just to me conjecture of scott saying well i think this is this this and this let's go find out and Nani at least steps up and says whoa whoa, whoa. we don't know what's going on here what's yeah. going on here may be what needs to go on here because when they do go up and try to look around they realize too scott's realized that all of these things they do not have red in them which is red is the color of what they think are the souls so this big red thing you know a behemoth is walking around and grabbing the red out of these things to get their souls now the problem is to so, me they, yeah, they just I, said that they don't have red so why are I, they alive it seems I, like i don't the other thing i don't understand is so when like six of these appear it's really just one yeah, I, I don't know, I, but they're all saying separately, and, you know, when she's she's there, oh, this looks pretty crazy, what's going on? He's like, oh, look, look over there beyond the ridge. She's like, oh, my God, yep, they're all murdered, and there's so many jumps here to I get know. to the story about, well, like, I don't care if I'm on this party. Terrible yeah. too. I'm not interested in this bad guy. He no. just looks like... A, a blob of mass that's yeah, just that's walking all around. Is. They can't do nothing to yeah. and until they that, can't. You, you have the idea where you have bumbling idiot Scott, and that's that's how you're going to play him. But he's been there weeks. He can hear them say souls, and somehow he has jumped to so many conclusions about what's going on. Like, oh, souls, souls, souls. And also says they think we stole them. Like, they're, they're yeah. after us, but you never see that. Yeah, I don't because see them they're going red, after I think. Because yeah. they're red. Their costumes are red. So these things think they're yeah. bad because yeah. they're red and they're missing the red. Yeah, I they're missing I guess. the red. And that, that's the problem is when I'm looking at them, they're saying souls, souls, souls. And she, he says to Nadia, hey, smarty pants, do you see what's missing? Oh, red's missing. Uh, yeah, yeah, they think that's their soul. Well, then we see this red thing go up to one that legitimately at that point does not have red. 
<laughs> ends up sucking red out of it. Maybe the red is inside. That's where the soul deal is. But it's not a good progression of that. No. Kills it and walks away. And that's where Scott's like, we got to stop this. We, we got to get this done. You know, and she says, we don't know. The microverse yeah. is kind of its own thing here. Like this might we just can't... be the, the, you know, prey uh, predator relationship. Yeah. You now, know? Oh, I'm telling you, this really reminds me of like uh, Mark Wade is kind of, he's kind of going with the idea of a, you know, not specifically, but the uh, pilgrims coming over, just the settlers or, you know, explorers coming to America and thinking they see the Indians doing something and they come to their own conclusions then just decide to do what they're going to do. And this would right. be something. If you have space travel, obviously, this would happen a lot, whatever, and it'd be awful. We'd go to a planet and say, oh, look at that, Brandon. Those people are doing this, that, and that. we got to kill that guy. And that guy ends up being like the one thing that's keeping him alive or something. Right. So she's worried He's actually about the good guys fighting yeah. the bad guys yeah. or something. And with that, she gets convinced for really no reason. He yeah, just none. says like one sentence of, you know what? He might be bad, though. Okay, let's go. Because at one point she says, "Do you want? should we get – why didn't you get bigger? Why didn't you go big and see what's going on? Oh, I thought maybe I was on a really tiny atom in outer space. I could have fallen off. You know, I could have been standing on the back of a space vampire. That I, I line, didn't get that part No, either. that I, line is such a forced way to try to get a joke later when they see this monster blob, red blob, take the energy and then look at each other and go, space vampire. Yeah. Like, no, that, that doesn't hit. And when they say, they say, hey, hey, don't you care about attacking things? And this thing actually says no. It, it kind of like molds around like a clay face kind of looking face says no, yeah. attacks Nadia and then they, they're trying to and then they figure out, okay, we're going to have to do something. We can't stop it. At one point, Scott just yells or, or Nadia actually yells, what? I can't shrink light? Um, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I really I don't. don't. I'm like, okay, and that's what space vampire, space vampire. Yeah, what? because they can't you shrink tried... light and then space vampire. I don't know yeah. how those things are linked together. No. So then they decide. Oh, you know what's going to happen here? I, we've only been here a little. We don't know what's going on. But if we shoot other light through this thing, it, it should do something. I, I don't know why or how they come up with this, but they decide. Again, it's not even one of those where they say, like, hey, what's the opposite of red? And then Nadia's like, what are you talking about? Like, what is the opposite? You know, white, black, but red? You know, what, what would be? Maybe you kind of, that, that's a, it's a standard color. There really isn't, but yeah. maybe they can figure out, like, something. Maybe this should have been that it wasn't red, it was green. And then you right. can break it up. Let's hit it with both, you know, red and blue. And maybe that uh -huh. would dissipate it. I don't know, because they just decide to shoot it. And say, this is the progression. Hey, you have pin particles. You have wrist blasters. That's about it. And Scott says, not uh, not even a cell phone. Blasters? How are they targeted? And then we just do it. And it just, <laughs> you're not getting any sort of deal. And again, it's supposed to be one of those jokes of, you have blasters and I don't. But right. Because yeah, even that, one, yeah, and even that, the movie jokes, uh, we have uh, wrist blasters and he checks under his glove. Like, what do you think? You, you, you didn't have them before and they just materialized? They grow out of your yeah. arm. Like, what are you I don't talking know. about? What, what is this? And, you know, the, the back and forth with whether Spidey has, you know, something yeah. made or it comes Organic out of his wrist. Yeah, yeah, this isn't that, that. So they just do it. They just shoot him through and, hey, watch out. You know, also, you're doing this with like, I would have assumed that at one point they'd say, like, you better close your eyes. This thing, right. they're all made of light. If it explodes at the least, it's going to be like a flashbang grenade. 
you know, so they shoot as Nadia goes goes away. She seems to be looking the other way at that point, but it ends up blowing up. It blows up. Yeah. Uh, they if seem you look at maybe... the one panel setting it up. It looks like Scott's covering his eyes and yeah. she peeks. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, I see. It's just why? Why would you do that? I didn't even see that know. panel. You're right. She does. Yeah, I, that's this is the first time I've seen it. To yeah, be honest she, with you, she peeks as if you're like a 12 year old watching a, an R rated movie R- with your yeah, parents, exactly. and you want to pretend that you're not watching. Uh, with that, you do have then that she throws off her helmet and like, hey, you know, did we just hit a touchdown? And he's like, oh, I got to teach you about football. And there's another thing at one point that that bothered me earlier. You're really trying to push this age difference. And at one point, she's like, oh, you're old. And Scott's like, I'm 35 and that, that, that. But again, the art to me makes it seem this Nadia to me looks, and they never tell you her age really, just a team, but she looks 25. Yeah, I mean, she she's doesn't in look her, old. Like college and, age yeah, and at one point, he says, Roger Wilco, and she's going to get him. I don't know who that is. I'm like, really? Just because you're not old doesn't mean that you wouldn't have heard that phrase from anywhere it just it's really pushed but in this he says then you know come on let's go you're the only one who can see the way back she's like "Uh, i don't know something's wrong what's going on with my eyes and you see that they're fully red like like the blast and like that guy so i don't know if this is that she's being possessed by when she looked at the light the light blew and ended her and eventually she'll start showing this or she's just blind and will go from there but they can't get back home again kind of a forced way to make them stay there and yeah, that's and she's, my biggest well, problem she's the one too like the sciencey one yeah. so she would you know be able to build something or do yeah. something to get them and back really there she, and, she's and, and yeah and at the yeah. beginning it even calls it out where she says oh I have to get them I'm the only one who can see these you know transporting things of the microverse and things so she is the one he's just there for the ride and yeah now they're stuck so they're gonna have to work together I think it's going to end up being one of these things where uh, you have, like me and you are in the buddy cop movie, and you're, you've are you never driven in your life, and, and we're, somehow you're a cop without driving, and somehow I get a, you know, somehow I lose my, my sight, now you're driving, and I have to yell to you how to drive while you're right. trying to do it and messing up, so you're hit. what was that, what did you just hit? Nothing. Uh, it was just a person. Okay, a person. Like you know, we're getting all upset about, and that's yeah. what I think it's going to be. I think that they are going to be going around trying to do things as Nadia yells out the science nonsense while Scott's trying to do it because he doesn't understand it, and then eventually his goofiness will save the day, and then they'll yeah. be, oh right, you know what? You're the goofy one. I'm the science one. You know, let's make it work together. They'll have a yeah, they'll have a song yep. and dance routine at the end, and we didn't even say it because me and you were kind of infuriated. And I'm infuriated by bored by it. But Nadia just yells out stuff just to yeah. yell it out. I mean, some of the things that she explains, I don't think anybody is reading when she's like, listen, I'm going to send out a frequency to you, to the, you know, Novacore. They can turn it into a quantum entanglement subatomic transport. Okay. I, I see what you're trying to do. Just say, I'm sending the beam. Make sure you're on it. There, there right. you go. You don't have to. You're, you're trying to smarten up a book that most people are going in for dumb fun. And, yeah. and you don't need that. I saw a review said that they needed that. They loved it. They thought that that was the greatest. That how could you not like this book because Mark Wade's grasp of physics. And I want to say to that guy, I don't know if you like, know this, but there's really no such thing as what's going on here. So right. I can yeah. make up words. And it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. It's make-believe here. I mean, unless maybe this is all true. 
we find out at the end that this is all a true story. I, but... I did not pay attention to physics, so you no. know, it could very well be. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I failed physics. Actually, I didn't fail it, but I remember... It, it was a struggle for me to yeah, even pay it attention. It was like one of those old, glad that's over, don't yeah. need it anymore. And, and that was the only other thing I sat there, and while I'm taking physics and chemistry, I'll admit it, I took it, and I'm like, why did I want to go to college? Because as I'm taking it, that's the only reason. I was in college prep, and you had to take those courses. Yep. So I'm like, really, this stinks. <laughs> I'm really not having fun. And that, again, there's the transition. I didn't have that much fun reading this, and I really uh, thought I that this was going to be the fun book and now i realize again it kind of goes wraps around in the deal where going into this fresh start i i thought that or hoped i would love every book that we came across obviously that's not happening right away but that's that's the way it is uh mm -hmm. and because of us doing you doing your podcast and doing stuff with us and us reviewing stuff we've gone past the point where a lot of times people will start a podcast like this or start something up and you're really in all of everything. So you will yeah. tend to be, well, and, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, we've been past that point, uh, before we even did this. So I'm not going to pretend or, you know, make up that I, I liked it enough, though I did like the art, but overall, probably give this a six out of 10. And I, I'm hoping that it gets fun. And that's all I'm looking for. And that should be the easiest thing for a writer to give you in comics, in my mind, uh, is a fun deal that by the end, I don't expect after this whole deal going down, that I'm going to be like I said, oh, man, that changed the world. This changed my perspective on things. I know now I've been looking at things too large. I, gotta I love take it physics down. now. <laughs> I got to take it down to the subatomic level. But yeah, with that, uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I, I'm at a flat six. I mean, I do yeah. really love the art. The art looks great. Uh, I'd like to see these guys do kind of bigger books instead yeah. of Ant-Man and Wasp stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the panel layouts and things were creative, but the villain was just not interesting. Nothing, yeah. and, and what it all led to just doesn't feel too interesting. I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I agree. And that's yeah. all I wanted. I wanted something fun. Uh, it's a mini, so I'm not expecting I'm not expecting much from it. So you you really could wow me any sort of way, and it didn't. Uh, so hopefully it gets better, and hopefully a lot of these other minis are a little different. Uh, yeah, we'll and see I'm sorry if, if you aren't. bought that other Wasp Ant Man book. Yeah, uh, I, I hear you. that that's bad. <laughs> I actually I really played around with the idea that we would read and review that one as well, just because I thought maybe people would grab it. So we'd just go kind of right in with that for both, and then I was like, yeah, look to the readers and people aren't revealing that very well so yeah. we'll, we'll go that route and not deal with it because it isn't fresh start and eric told us fresh start only and even then has some caveats that he won't do the minis <laughs> but speaking of eric though we're going to go back right now to finish up our podcast all right we're back with deadpool number one. Oh my goodness written by scotty young art nick klein scott hepburn ian herring and jack jeff eckleberry Ooh. All right, and this is what they say about it. Merkin we call for a him living. Eckleberry Hound. The Eckleberry. Merkin for <laughs> a living. Scotty Young and Nick Klein bring you the craziest tales of the regenerating degenerate yet. It's been a while since Deadpool's had to merk to make ends meet, but things are tough all over. While Deadpool tries to get his humble mercenary for hire business back off the ground, a catastrophic threat so unfathomably huge, so mind-breakingly cataclysmic, it defies description, is heading toward Earth. And there's only one person who can 
and stop it. Oh, no, wait, it's Wade, isn't it? Yes, it's Wade. And with that, it, you're getting that. That's like one panel. I mean, really, <laughs> this is the craziest deal. And going into this, I really, really was looking forward to this issue. Yeah, uh, I was too. Based Brandon had told me, Scotty Young, yeah. he said this is going to be great. It's going to hit. And it's Deadpool. And now, again, I can sit there and say, well, you know, Deadpool. And I did read some going up, and, and it was hit or miss, really. And that's the problem. If you're going to base a character and base your issue on a lot of jokes, if they hit, then all, all the power to you. If they don't, then you really have to scramble. And this is not as fun as I thought no. it would be. And, yeah, it kind of tries to tie into the movie a little yeah, more. Right, right. You, you know, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And, but it's not that funny. It really isn't. A lot of the stuff that plays out here, like my favorite thing is that he basically has LL Cool J as his ringtone. There you go. That, that I'm like, I can, I can get Where my hat. Where am I, like a shark fan? Yeah, yeah, no, it's LL Cool J hard as, battle me. So he has that when uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead calls him up. But even then, that's the tie into the movie, but it doesn't add anything to it. And really, I'm going to let Brandon tell us about this issue, but it's going to be very quick. I think because not yeah. a lot happens even with the the idea that I think this may have the most page count of it all does. the issues and it took me three sittings to get through and that, that's not <laughs> what a Deadpool issue should be but no. tell me about it Bryn. Yeah, well, the, actually, the beginning might be my favorite part again. Like that's a running theme tonight. Here we got yeah. Deadpool hanging out in the movie theater. He's just being obnoxious. Uh, he gets Watching called a by Kevin James, Adam Sandler join us. He's yeah. like best friend, buds. best friends. Yeah. Buds. <laughs> and that, he probably just gave them a new idea for a movie. Yeah. So, yeah there uh, we look go. Look for that in theater soon. But, uh, anyway, he, he ends up, you know, acting like an ass, pissing everybody off. But that was ultimately kind of his point because he wants to get at these guys behind him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rocco. The, the Rocco, yeah, that's my grandpa's name. He makes a joke about all that. Yeah, he you know, says that it's the it. worst name ever. Ooh, <laughs> don't say that about a, a you know Grandpa Rocco. <laughs> right, grandpa so, so Murray. that one missed for me right off the bat. Anyway, uh, he gets the attention of ultimately who he needs. He puts a bullet in him, and it doesn't work so well for Deadpool. Gets flung back right in his face as, as this dude picks it out of his chest. Yeah, and then uh, tosses him out of a window. Yeah, and proceeds to crunch every bone in his body. Yeah, every bone in his yeah. body. Yeah, a, a window in a movie theater. Interesting choice. Yeah, but that's, that's anyway. a crazy deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. You know, well, it's the I lobby. Work, I used to work at you know a theater when I was growing up as a kid. We had glass doors. To, could it be a glass yeah, door with yeah, this weird little ledge? A all step the way up? up front. Maybe. I don't think so. But yeah, no. this guy. Yeah, he he gets his though. But go on, Brent. Yeah. Yeah, he he lays the beat down, you know, like the rock would, straight on Deadpool, teeth are flying and everything. Oh, yeah. One guy's in the background throwing up uh, <laughs> because of there's just the, the carnage that's going on. It's pretty good. Yeah, this is going to be an issue we laugh at more talking about it than yeah. really what's actually happening on the page. Because, because these scenes, for as fun as we have tried to make it sound at least, they go on way yeah, too long. They go on way too we're on page twelve now. Yeah, very and, well. I'm and with it, yeah, and with that, like you said, if this was one or two panels, funny. But yeah, it goes on. We we had like Brandon just said, we're through almost a regular issue, and all that has happened is a beatdown. Uh, where then Deadpool just ends up grenading yeah. uh, the guy because he made fun of his pouches. He made fun yeah, of the pouches. Because in case you didn't know, you know, Deadpool heals from his beatdown pretty quickly. Yeah, obviously. The guy attacks him, and then he gets some grenades wrapped around his neck, which doesn't work out well for him. No. Uh, 
And then Deadpool caught up in the blast starts walking out naked. You know, the, the action movie walk away from your explosion yep. type yep. thing. But naked. And we find out uh, he was working for one of the other bikers in the movie theater. Yeah, the who guy who ended up being the it. one who yelled at him at first about being a yeah. jerk. And Took actually, there was, there was the little joke I told Eric at work that the one thing that did make me laugh was when Deadpool was on the phone with Negasonic Teenage Warhead talking about, you know, are you are you working now? Are you doing this whole hit that you're supposed to do? And this guy who ends up being the guy who placed the hit yells, you know what? If you're gonna get, if you're not gonna get off that phone, I'm gonna get you off. And then Deadpool's like, ooh. He's like yeah. that. And I'm like, there we go. There, that's what I need. I need yeah, some those fun are like Deadpool that. Jokes. Yeah, the but it's just, just like, I think the problem is they're so wordy. Like, yeah, you're telling yeah. like a giant stand up joke. You don't got my attention that long. Yeah. And then, and it's almost, here's the next thing then. As you go, he is nude. He goes off. He ends up talking to this guy. I'm going to have to charge you. the issue nude. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to have to charge you extra because this was pretty much, you know, there was a meta human here of some sort. You didn't meta human, a god or something. Yeah. You yeah, did not tell me this was going to happen, so you got to pay a penalty. Yeah. And pretty much it just turns out the rest of the biker gang, since Deadpool has sold this other bike route. Oh, yeah, he sold them out so they're, bad. They're just beating the crap out of the guy yeah. now while Deadpool just takes the money and runs. And, and also yeah. steals his motorcycle. That's yeah, basically that's the extra the penalty. Yeah, the extra penalty bit is stealing the motorcycle. But now we're going to go through where I, you're going to go. I don't want to imagine riding a motorcycle nude. No. Well, no. he that goes then. terrible. Yeah, and he goes. Things and, would stick to that leather. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The There's bumping. trouble. But, but the rest of the issue for, you know, for a long bit of this issue, or at least a bunch of pages, is him then going, uh, uh, you know, to Kenny and grabbing some plushies and putting them stuffed animals and using them as underwear. And then you get this Basically, running then the joke. joke the rest and of the, the ongoing joke the rest it's of the issue is good. the whole idea of patenting. Like, you know, fluffy underwear or yeah. like whatever, the, like stuffed animal underwear, but yep. not on them. No, they're actually made no. of stuffed animals. Yeah, it's not. And it's that, not. That is repeated. Yeah, I'm like, it's come not on, stuffies guys. on the underwear. It is the underwear, and you just keep going on and on. And now here's the problem where I really think that not even just that you're not having, you know, a ton of fun here, but we now go off. For an extended period to space without Deadpool. We go to the Guardians of the Galaxy. And the and whole thing to lead up to this, though, is the whole Deadpool, since like what he's been through before, he has wiped his memory clean yeah, pretty much yeah. to like, you know, everything he's done is trying to be a hero stuff. It's pretty much just his memory is wiped to be just the Merc with the mouse, so he has yeah. no real connection to anybody. Yeah, he's trying to and set up, like, but yeah. I need to get back in here because I'm just, you know, Deadpool, I'm just doing these lousy jobs, these lame jobs. I need a big summer event. Yeah, I need like, a summer know, event, a cross Which leads us to the Guardians of the Galaxy seeing this giant celestial riding a space hog through space all his way to Earth. Now, and it's freaking Grafon the Regurger. Yeah, Grafon, like, who's nobody's is, heard of. He, no, nobody's heard of The craziest celestial yeah. you'll ever see. Yep, yeah. And yeah. with that, it seems the as inbred if, stepbrother. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even in this, in the solicit, it says, you know, there's only one person that can stop them. They kind of point to this as it's going on. Obviously, the big deal of it is, though, he's wiped his mind. I, I yep. do think that when the Celestial gets there, Deadpool will have no idea what to do because he's wiped his mind. He has no idea yep. that he probably ever even faced this guy or has anything with it. He's just there. And it, it is a funny bit of a back and forth of, hey, the Celestial came. You know, he's coming there. Oh, I've never heard of him. Well, he goes to places and then when he leaves, they're gone. But there's, it's a good and a bad. Yeah, there's no reason nobody's ever yeah, heard yeah, of him. Yeah, and it's Earth, one of those Earth's real with, crowded with celestials oh, yeah. right now. And then when I'm you like, go I with, I guess the, that all the celestials died, huh? Yeah, and when you go with the idea <laughs> that one. they say, 
you know, there's a guy who's there, you know, we, we do know somebody who knows what to do, and he's there playing with the stuff he's talking to the yeah. deal. It's kind of a funny e- deal. Even when we go off to the Guardians of the Galaxy to get the whole, like, the whole, the, the big antagonist for what, you know, Deadpool wants to be his yeah. big summer event. I did not have any fun with the Guardians no. of the Galaxy just arguing no. and having jokes about the game I'm of Monopoly. You, the only thing I had fun with this whole scene, and actually I think it's the funniest part of the issue, is when Tony says to Star-Lord, hey, uh, you know, you're crying there. Stop your crying. He's like, oh, nobody else is there seeing me crying, right? And they go to the current Avengers you, team. You, you see them all, the and they are laughing. Yeah, you, you have <laughs> Captain Marvel giving the wink-wink at nope, me. That me. actually made me laugh so much. You, you see... The best is Thor's there. He's holding his stomach and then rubbing his head. I'm telling you, that is good. I really thought that was hilarious. But it came after this long extended thing of, you know, Scotty Young trying to get the idea of, hey, look, the Guardians of the Galaxy are so fun. And look, they're going to talk about Monopoly and go, I had no fun. First off, Monopoly's garbage. We've we've talked about this many a time. And it's my every least Monopoly joke everyone says anyway yeah. already. Yeah, and you know I, it's just, here's my joke with Monopoly. It is a joke. I hate it. It's nonsense. The only thing I liked of it, though, is Drax it? says he's got the monies. And it yeah. reminded me of Wrong Turn. There you go. But he's got the money. This money. Saying in space, you finally have enough time to finish a game of Monopoly. No, I yeah. don't even think they have enough time there. It's the <laughs> worst. It really, you better get well, sucked if into you a black the hole. The thirty-six hotel rule. Somebody will end the game of. That is true. It's it's basically. I think the game of Monopoly it's itself is a black hole where fun never escapes because it gets swallowed up and you never have it. Uh, but yeah, it goes into the whole deal. It's so not fun. Gamora has nothing to even say in the whole thing. <laughs> no. She is so. She's, no, she's as bored. Angry as I am at what's going yeah. on. Yeah. I wish that if you're going to have this, it would have been funny to have Monopoly. And everybody knows how to play Monopoly, obviously. And their joke is to kind of cheat the rules. I wish that that would have been that Star-Lord is teaching them. And the game doesn't even resemble Monopoly because he knows that it's crap. I mean, that game yeah. is nonsense. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, if they were you doing know, like if jumping if jacks. If they, it where they where they don't actually have the game of Monopoly. And Star-Lord is trying to base everything off of memory from when he was oh, a I'm kid. Oh, I'm telling you, anything. That would anything. Yeah. Uh, it's actually it's like Trivial pursuit. It's just nonsense. But yeah, and and that pretty much ends. The story ends with the, you know, hey, there's one guy on Earth who can stop when you see that it's Deadpool and he's talking about the plushies. Then you go into a third bit where it's him trying to come up with his origin. Oh, nobody likes me because I don't have a great origin and starts to go through he different looks origins. in these pictures, Yeah, too. he does. Like and <laughs> it's just – and it, Brandon said he, he, like did, he had enough of this. He, yeah. he didn't even yeah, want to deal rocky. with it. Yeah, so you go and he has the whole deal. Oh, I'm having cancer. They're going to zap me. Here I am. No, that You got the, the Bruce Banner Deadpool yeah. origin, and yep. then it goes off into Spider-Man. the Spider-Man Deadpool yeah, the, origin. The, the Spider-Man ones where I tapped out. And yeah, then, now then you I have feel a bad Superman. told me it wraps around. Yeah, thing, yeah. But. You have the Superman, they, they, but it's the... Then you have the, the Hillbilly Superman. Yes, like the Hillbilly Superman. Freaking Deadpool origin. I'm telling you. Which finally wraps around to the yeah. Batman Deadpool origin. The Superman <laughs> one is, is Rob Zombie Superman origin. It is. It's Rob Zombie. Zombie. Yeah, that's movie. all I that's thought of. It's, it's like. Rob Zombie Superman, and then leads into a, a reverse deal where there's the origin of what appears to be the villain coming up, where uh, Deadpool has kind of made his origin 
like Batman's where he's killed this kid's parents. You have everything, the pearls and this this uh, movie that they were going to see called Goodnight. And like Eric said, it wraps around that, you know, Nagasonic Teenage Warhead and uh, Deadpool are like, oh, I hope that that guy, he got well adjusted down the line. You know, that was a yeah. while ago. And you see he did. And he's this just hulking Well, he uh, looks deal. like he's, he's killing, uh, what's his name, Ulysses from the Batman story. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's so what bad. it looks like, yes, with the, with the stars on there. <laughs> or and some the, more of those dogs of hell. <laughs> the problem is, is that all this does is lead to me to go with the idea that we're going to get these disjointed stories through this whole thing. And I actually I just not. want, no, I just want one story. I want I one story. That's we have a Deadpool celestial books coming. Always go. Yeah, like, it's just uh, nonsense. I thought I said like when you and me did our little thing last week before Fantastic Four. Like, there's always kind of like this short running story, kind of three yeah. four issues, while this long one kind of runs through it in the background. Yeah, uh, it I does just, get to be a lot. It's, it's but yeah, this one though is going to have the celestial coming, which you know it's a goofy deal. We know that this is, but that is what. If we're going to go forward, I wanted to go forward with that, the idea of Deadpool having his quote-unquote summer blockbuster crossover type deal. I thought that that would be fun. And then you go with this, and it's just this guy that he kind of made into a, you know, maybe reverse Batman or whatever it would be. And it just, again, I don't want two stories each time, which I guess that's what we're going to get this one. I, I don't we know. Got I'm three. saying this is an, an oversized issue. It's like 30 pages long. I don't think we're going to get that for every issue. So no, I'm I don't saying know how much I, I think that it. we're going to get 10 and 10. Well, if we end up getting 20, 21 pages, I think it's going to be, you know, separated like this. I don't see it changing. I, I really don't. We'll have to see. But why set up two separate stories going forward in your first story? It was just very odd. I do think that they, you know, Scotty Young is counting on most people have seen the movies and things like that. So you're jumping with that. But with that, this was my least favorite issue of yeah. everything we read tonight. Uh, Mine as well, this. and I really did not expect it. No, I didn't either. Got Deadpool number one is going to be fun because, especially, yeah, they even say in one of the lines, I, don't, I think it was either at the end during the bullpen kind of thing, or it was a Deadpool line itself where the writer is going to follow on the coattails of the movie and stuff like that, which yeah. you can totally see that with Negasonic Teenage Warhead here. Yeah. But yeah. What we get here is it's just a bunch of like overwinded jokes that keep on coming back and they're not funny. And I'm yeah. like, what the heck's going yeah, it on? Seems because like it's, I want a fun Deadpool book. And what you're giving me somehow is a boring Deadpool yeah, book. And and I can't it, fathom that. It seems like they're really like, that's the thing. Like, oh, look at us. We're going to make a lot of jokes. We're going to make a lot of jokes. And it just didn't hit. What would you give it, Brandon? Yeah, I I didn't have a lot of fun with this. I, like you guys said, I found it just unfunny. Like they're going for, I know they're going for the Ryan Ryan Reynolds feel, but like yeah. he's he's more of a one liner guy. He's not like these long winded. Let me tell no. you a story jokes yeah. and beat it into the ground. Uh, it, it turned cringeworthy at times. But I did I did have more fun analyzing it with you guys. Yeah, than we I have did fun. reading we it for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, you don't even need any prior Deadpool knowledge no. really required before coming into this. Like, if you just know he goes around and kills people, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not something that completely interests me. Like, I, I think the Celestial thing is cool, but there's Celestials going on in so many other books. And then yeah. you and make this, this one a joke. Yeah. yeah, and then you go and just make this one up. a joke. It makes me take the other ones a little less seriously. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I also kind of just like when Deadpool kind of stays and deals with his own own cast of crazies like you know madcap and cable and and, and yeah, adventures yeah. like that so 
We'll see. I'll give it a chance still going forward, but this one was a 4 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I, I'm going to go 5.5. I didn't have a lot of fun. Uh, the art's okay, but even that, you know. Uh, out of just, all the art we did tonight, this is my least favorite of the yeah, art. Too, yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah, okay for a, for a Deadpool deal, but... Like, even I the just, pages feel like they have a red tint to them at times. Yeah, I, I just didn't have fun with it. I really didn't have a lot of fun. It took me... Like I said, I'm reading a Deadpool book... I should not have to take multiple days to, and because I'm just like, well, I'm tired right now. Yeah, and it's I one of those I look, like, this is the worst. Yeah. You kept asking. I'm like, I'm about, I'm done the first story, but here's the best when you're reading a thing. And I don't know why I picked up my tablet to, uh, kind of act this out. I didn't need to. I, I forgot we were on a verbal, uh, deal here and not on the video. No, it's like when you're sitting there and you know something isn't getting you when you're reading it and you're like, boy, you know what? I'm getting tired. I better go to bed. You put it down and stay up two more hours. Like this yeah. is what happened. And then I realized, you know what? I'm not tired. That was boring me, and it was making me tired because I ended up putting it down. Like, hey, I'll see what's on with the Fresh Prince. If I'm going to get my action, I'm getting my Fresh Prince action on, and that's what kept happening. And so it took me each of these little stories. Took me each time I went to pick it up, and then it wasn't even like the next day I'd be like, I gotta read that. I ended up reading the second half actually of the second part, and then that backup deal with these origins right before, I, minutes before we start. I got it done. I'm like, all right, I gotta read it now. And I just had no fun with it. Though I did have more fun with us talking, but not fun reading it by myself. And it was really yeah. disappointing because one Brandon Murray claimed that I was gonna love it. And I, I he's I gonna really now. thought, I, I'd like Scotty Young's, uh, whatever, I Hate Fairyland yeah. book is really kind of a yeah, lot you, of crazy you do like fun. That. And it's not like this at all. Yeah, your bill for magic use is coming due, is what I'm telling you, Brandon, <laughs> because you weren't spinning your magic there. What did you give yeah. me? Uh, the art in this is all right, but like we said before, it's my least favorite of everything we talked about tonight. And I just – I wouldn't have fun with this book, and I didn't. And right now, I'm still giving it the benefit of the doubt being a number one, trying to get its feet – you know, like, you know – uh him trying to get his feet wet in this yeah. whole thing, you know, get acclimated to the character and the story that he wants to tell. So that's why I'm going to give it a 5.5. But if we got yeah. like an issue like this, two or three more issues You're down the line, go down, right? that score would end up going down yeah. because I, it, it, it wasn't fun. And the jokes no. were just kind of lame and corny and just went yeah. on and on. I'm like, why would you keep t using this joke? It wasn't funny the first time. Yep. So it was very disappointing for a first outing of Deadpool for Fresh Star. Ah, uh, yeah. fresh start. So, what is your book of the week, Eric Shea? My book of the week is The Immortal Hulk number one. So is mine. That's the yeah. book of the week mine and the well. jerk of the week as well from Al Ewing. But yeah, <laughs> his book was the best. I mean, I can't, I'm not gonna, you know, make up things or whatever. Yeah, no. it's all our yeah. book of the week. It is the, it's the best one that we talked about. Next week, we have a new number one and a number two. Sweet. Uh, Eric loves to have number twos. He sure told do. me today <laughs> at work. Uh, but we have Thor number one, which actually of all of these now, it, it's weird too because I was really, really looking forward to say Doctor Strange number one because I, uh, that's shifted now to Thor. I, I'm just going to yeah. keep shifting it until one have of these Have you caught hits. up on all the previous Thor at all? Yes. Yep. So yeah. I am ready to go. Really I'm good. raring to go. So I have Thor number one. Uh, it will have that. And Venom number two. And so that'll be exciting, too, that we like that first Venom. We'll see how this goes and see if we were right, wrong, or whatever about I the first one. I got my fingers crossed because now they've already announced tie-ins and all yeah, this yeah. stuff. They're really going with it. Yeah, so we'll be having that. And, yeah, we'll have two books next week, so a little less than tonight. Tonight is uh, probably like a sneak peek of how long the podcast will be at its max. I think we did okay. 
And this is not going to be a 12 hour podcast. Thank God. Because I don't think I could do another one of those. But that is it. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. And that is it.